Hey everybody, Frank Finance here. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Today I want to talk about British Petroleum, ticker symbol BP. For today's agenda, I'm going to give my price target, talk about Q4 earnings news, look at the financials, I'm going to look at the dividend, oil commodity prices and how that affects uh, BP moving forward and what we should be looking out for, any price performance versus its peers, and lastly, I'll give my final thoughts on BP as an investment. All right, jumping straight into price target. My price target is $35 to $40 in the next 12 months. This is updated from my July, I believe it was July guidance, where I had them guided between $30 and $40 in the next 12 months at that time. So they have breached that $30 level. They're trading around $33 currently, and they're getting close to that $35. We need to see oil commodity prices to continue to go up in order to hit that. Now, with that price target, that indicates about a 6 to 22% upside. And I do think there is some short-term downside potential here of about 10% retracing back to around $30 a share. And that would mainly have to do with some temporary shift in commodity prices if that happens. So that's my price target for the next 12 months. All right, so for Q4 of 2021, BP reported $1.23 earnings per share compared to $1.14 by the by the analyst, and they beat by nine cents there. On the revenue side, they reported $52.24 billion in revenue, and I didn't put the analyst expectations or estimates on here because they seemed right off, um, very off. They were about $26 billion compared to what they reported at 52 and I believe that uh, had to have been a typo, so I didn't want to put any miss or beat. My belief is, is that this was right in line with uh, analyst expectations. All right, so a few of the highlights from the quarter. So BP announced a dividend of $5.46 uh, per ordinary share in March of 2022. So that's gonna be a pretty decent increase, around 30%. We'll talk a little bit more about the history of that uh, a little bit later on. Net debt fell from to 30.6 billion at the end of the fourth quarter, um, compared to a reduction of 8 billion compared to the fourth quarter of 2020. So they had about 39 billion in uh, to start the year, and they ended with 30.6. Now their debt was one of the major things that I've called out in July, as well as the first time I did a stock analysis on British Petroleum. So it's good that they've um, you know prioritized that debt payment. On the CapEx side, they gave their guidance for 3.6 for the fourth quarter um, and 12.8 for the beginning of the, or, um, for the full year. And they expect a range uh, between 12 and 16 billion uh, per year going through 2025. Now on share buybacks, this is pretty big. They, um, they had 1.75 billion in share buybacks during the fourth quarter, 1.25 in the third, 475 million in the uh, second quarter, and they plan to spend 1.5 billion in buybacks um, in the first quarter of 2022. So you're pretty quickly. And for 2022, they expect to spend 60% of their surplus cash flow on share buybacks and the remaining 40% to strengthen the balance sheet. More than likely, either uh, have retained earnings or they'll uh, pay, continue to help pay down that debt. And all this is based off of uh, $60 per barrel. Now, again, more dividend news here is um, they expect to have share buybacks around $4 billion per year. And they um, expect to increase their dividend per ordinary share of around 4%. Uh, looks like 4% annually through uh, 2025. So um, if you're expecting to get back to 8% any or $8 anytime soon, um, you're, it's not going to get there.
Um, uh, BPS executed a share buyback of $500 million to offset the expected full-year dilution from vesting of awards under employee uh, share schemes in 2022. So uh, by doing that, they're going to avoid some share dilution. Um, so overall, all in all, those are really good, really good things for the quarter. Um, all in all, really looks like BP's on the right track um, in terms of from a financial perspective. Now they still, again, they start to come down here, integrated energy company, you know, they, they, they're trying to separate themselves from oil. So they're still making those steps into, um, you know, they're not planning on producing and their guidance for uh, the next year was to remain, remain flat. Um, so just keep that in mind. Um, another thing I just want to throw out there, um, if we do jump into the financials just for a uh, second, if we look at their revenue over the last few quarters, again, um, we're looking at, this is not the last quarter, it was around 52 billion. Um, going back to December of 2019, they had about 70 billion in revenue um, in, in that quarter and throughout the remainder of that year. So if we're looking uh, year over year, um, they are going to, from a revenue perspective, they're not going to be bringing nearly in as much revenue uh, moving forward, it looks like. So let's say they have $52 billion. They're going to be bringing in close to, you know, over $60-80 billion less in total revenue. Now, the good news is, is when we look down at their net income, again, for this quarter, it was around $2 billion. Um, their net income in those quarters above were not, uh, you know, they had $70 billion in revenue and $19 million in net income, negative net income, $2 billion and $3 billion. So if they're able to have these great returns that they've had in the last uh, two, two or three quarters, um, and they're able to minimize these, these down ones, um, we can see some really good returns, really strong balance sheet for BP moving forward. Um, obviously, this is through majority of 2020 where they're having major losses. Um, but again, my, my point is, is that with their um, good returns, if oil stays high, um, we could see some really good returns out of BP moving forward. Now, it took me a little bit to figure this out, but they had to explain it to me in their, their earnings. But basically, net debt is not as good as it seems. They are trying to, I, I, I don't really like the way this is reported. Um, they're, they're basically saying their finance debt is at $61 billion, but uh, less of their cash and cash equivalents. Their net debt is at 30.6. Uh, you know, sure, you got that. You sure you got that, but it's not like you're going to make that play because then you would have zero cash on the book. So I, I think that's a BS. I don't like, I don't, I do not like that. Um, and how they're coming up with this finance debt. I could not figure it out. When we go over to their balance sheet, we look at long-term debt, it's at 59. If you look at where they were to start the year, uh, let me make sure I'm on the right quarter. Um, December of 2020, long-term debt is, do, 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 I'm in the wrong spot. Long-term debt's at 63. So they only decreased, decreased it by about four um, in those four billion in those quarters. So if that's correct, that's four billion. Um, 
third quarter of 2020, they decreased it by, yeah, I see that. It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, they may have decreased it by another two or three. So if we're looking at the balance sheet, they may have 50, 56 billion, maybe 56 billion in, in long-term debt. So long story short, they still do have a high debt load in comparison. It's not as good as what they're, they're, they're putting on their, uh, they're making it look better than it appears, but Overall, I do like that they are paying down their debt. It is more aggressive than they have been in the past, and it's good to see that they're actually making some progress as, as, as to paying that down. Um, but again, it is still higher than it was several years ago, so we'll just have to keep monitoring that to see if that actually uh, occurs. Um, I, I don't know. It doesn't look great. Next up, I want to briefly talk about oil commodity prices and what that means for uh, BP. So obviously BP is an oil company regardless of what they say. So as we move forward, we're gonna to wanna to pay attention to commodity prices. As you may know, they're around $90 right now. And moving forward, I do believe they will eventually hit $100 a share, a share a barrel based off of everything I've, I've been paying attention to. Now moving forward, that is going to be impacted by if there's any surplus in supply, we see folks producing more. But based off of what we've seen with OPEC keeping their production rather modest, as well as major oil producers like Exxon, Shell, uh, CVX, Chevron, they all have really given guidance for a fairly flat uh, year in terms of production, even on some of the um, you know smaller like Marathon Oil or Oxy, they are giving guidance that's flatter really in terms of uh, increased production over 2022 which is good from a supply and not getting any anywhere close to where we have oversupply, which causes price pressures to go down. So moving forward, I do think we'll continue to see hundred uh, steps towards $100 oil, but if we do see any price decreases, that's where we start to get a little bit concerned for British Petroleum, as that's going to have some impact in their stock price, where I've gave my guidance around $30 on the downside, that is where that would come into play and really the biggest impact. Now for my final thoughts. Now I believe British Petroleum can get to that $35 to $40 in the next 12 months. Now British Petroleum is one of my least favorite oil companies out there, but when I got into them at the time, they were definitely undervalued compared to their peers, Shell, CVX, Total, uh, Exxon. And with all that being said, at this point, their price performance is in line with their peers and they seem to be tracking well with them and there's not really much of an arbitrage situation anymore. Now, the reason why I have some issues with British Petroleum is because they say they're not an oil company or they, they're trying to not be an oil company and that's where they make their money. And so it's just, you know, it's kind of bad management in my opinion. They cut their dividend, which is gonna pull out some of those folks. We saw that happen with Shell. Uh, and we really saw CVX and XOM get rewarded because they were, they you know kept their dividend the same. And these oil companies, that's a pretty big deal for their investors. Now, for me personally, I'm just looking for capital appreciation, less on the dividend, and less of a long-term investor on oil companies. Now, the last thing I'll say on uh, British Petroleum in terms of their management style is as we move forward, they're going to need to increase their production. However, they've given guidance otherwise. And so I think it's going to be a challenge for them to get back to 
their pre-pandemic levels in terms of stock price if we don't see them increase production, which I don't think they will. So we are going to have a challenge getting above $40. Now, anything's possible if we're, if we're having sustained $100 a barrel um, oil commodity prices for a sustained period of time. We could easily, I mean, we could see it breach $40 a share and go much higher, especially if these markets have been a little bit ir ir irrational. Now, the good news is we don't necessarily have to see British Petroleum have their revenue go back to 2019 levels, mainly because we've seen that them clearing up some of the capital expenditures. They've, um, they're, you know, they're, they've done a little bit. They've done with much with many of the oil companies. They got a little leaner, and they've been able to um, help save money in order to bring uh, money to back to the shareholders. And so that's actually been one of the positive things about COVID overall for oil companies is when they had that huge hit during 20, uh, 2020 and later in 20, early 2021, it really caused a tightening of the pocketbooks. And I believe if they remain um, conservative moving forward, we'll see the dividends over the next couple years. Now, as time goes by and things you know, remain well and oil is at high prices, we'll start to see them overspend. Their return on invested capital will probably go lower. But right now we're seeing really good numbers out of a lot of oil companies and it's mainly because they're under high scrutiny and, and you know, management is really having to do their job in order to make things look you know, better than crap. So at the end of the day, British Petroleum right now is still a hold for me. I think at $35, we're gonna have to pay attention to see whether or not I really wanna get out or not. I've said in the past, um, really this is going to be based off of momentum on where oil commodity prices are going. I don't think much of this is going to be in British Petroleum's hands at the, you know, at the expense of, um, you know, prices at the, the, the pump, you know, increasing oil commodity prices for oil investors is a great thing because it's going to bring, um, you know, increased profits for us. So all in all, Right now, British Petroleum seems like a good investment um, for new investors into British Petroleum. That is going to be a, um, I, I'm, I would be on the fence. I think there may be a better opportunities at this point. Um, British Petroleum is going to be one of the lower ones. The reason why I got into them is because there was some price arbitrage when I jumped into the name. And at this point, um, there's not enough buffer for me to want to enter or add to this position. So that's where I am at personally. Um, you know, people could feel a different way about that, but that's for me personally. If you like this type of content, please consider subscribing. I do videos on personal finance, investing, and stock analysis. My name is Frank, Frank Finance. Out.